You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. The first interstellar visitor has been spotted in outer space. I'm not talking about ET, mm-hmm. but this is a, it's, it's actually an object like a big elongated rock, cigar-shaped object with a somewhat reddish hue. It's been nicknamed Oumuamua which is Hawaiian for a messenger from afar arriving first. Okay. okay, so the thing that's unusual about this is it's believed to be an interstellar object. It's not a, a regular repeating comet that goes around in a big looping mm-hmm. orbit. Like around. Halley's Comet, for example. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that kind of object. It's, they know from its trajectory that it came in from sort of well above the plane of the solar system. Mm-hmm. It looped around the sun, then headed off between Mars and Jupiter. Now it's going to exit our solar system mm. fairly quickly in the next few years. When it went around the sun, it got a big slingshot effect from the sun was accelerated to nearly 90 kilometers per second which is really moving Mm. but they did manage to track it so it was picked up by nasa's near earth object observation program which finds and tracks asteroids and comets in earth's neighborhood so this is really for safety so Mm. we don't wind up like the dinosaurs Mm -hmm. not to say that if we did detect something that was we knew was on a collision course we we couldn't necessarily do anything about it bruce willis could head up there yeah bruce willis can get the nukes out Uh, maybe there'll be a, a reason a good use for those uh, the missiles that have uh, been lobbed around by North Korea. Realistically, if they did detect something in time, who knows whether they'd be able to do anything about it, but this near-Earth observation program did detect this object. I think they used radar to, to track it and to get an idea of what its, what it, what its shape was, and they realised that it had periodic reflectivity, like quite bright reflectivity, and then very, very little. And so that's what makes them think that it's an elongated object, and that's what's really unusual. So, you know, if you have a comet or if you have a rocky meteor or, or other other sort of local object, they tend to be like big balls of rock mm-hmm. or ice and snow and dust mixed together. Whereas this is believed to be basically only rock, no water on it, possibly iron. Mm-hmm. It's got this reddish colour because it's been exposed to, yeah. Yeah, to, to interstellar radiation for hundreds of millions of years, perhaps even longer. They don't know how long it's been out floating no around in space. It, yeah. They don't know exactly where. The object came from the approximate direction of the bright star Vega in the northern constellation of Lyra. It is going to head out towards a, another solar system or another part of, of our galaxy after it exits our solar system. They really do see this as quite an extraordinary object because it's got that elongated, very unusual shape. And it also, because of the trajectory that it's on, they know it came from interstellar space. Mm. So, you know, kind of a rare one. The first time... It's obviously of, happened before, but this is the first time we've actually that's right, caught that's right. it. They, they is, estimate, I think, about one per year, mm-hmm. according to their statistics, would be what you'd expect to have as, as visitors through our solar system. System from interstellar space. I guess it's just where we're pointing the exactly. monitoring tools. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, that we're only monitoring closer to Earth because that's the area that's most of interest to us from a sort of safety point of view. But it's quite possible there are other interstellar objects elsewhere in the solar system that mm-hmm. we've just, they're, they're too small to see. Mm-hmm. This is only 400 metres by about 10 metres, so mm. it's a pretty small object. So it won't be, you know, it won't be coming back at all, will it? Because it's basically been slung shot and it's, it's now right. out. It's, it's on gone, its, its next been, destination. It's been yeah. attracted by the pull of the sun, by the gravity of the sun. It's done that slingshot around the sun, which has actually given it a lot 
lot of extra energy and speed and shot it out on another angle, but but not on the plane of the solar system. It's going to be heading out to a different location. But so, so is this one of the the larger objects? You know, regardless of the the source where it's come from. I mean, we're talking 400 meters in terms of size. So do we have are we aware of other comets that are you know much larger or around this size? Uh, we've been out to the Rosetta comet 67P, mm-hmm. um, Churumov Gerasimenko. We've been out to that, and that's that's larger than this. Mm-hmm. So you know they tend to be bigger. This is quite a, this is not that big an object. It's in a sort of a tumbling orbit. I think on a, it takes seven hours to do one rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just sort of like a javelin, you know, flying along in one straight direction. Yes. It's slowly rolling over. Very exotic. The first time they've actually confirmed an interstellar object and they've actually been able to study it as soon as it was picked up by the uh, Near-Earth Object Observation Program by NASA. Uh, a bunch of other telescopes were targeted on it to, yep. uh, to try to find out more about it. That's where Oumuamua, uh, Hawaiian for a messenger from afar arriving first. I guess the first interstellar object, hence it got that name. And it was actually a, a Hawaiian-based telescope that was one of the first to pick it up. Ah, okay, hence, so the, hence, the, name, hence yeah. the Hawaiian name. We'll have more links to that. You can actually go to NASA's Planetary Defense Coordination Office if you want. And the website is nasa.gov forward slash planetary defense if you want to find out. But it's kind of a, a bit of a misnomer because really, as we said before, if once you've detected one of these things, it's really, and it is on a collision path, a yeah. collision course with Earth. <laughs> what are you do? There's not much you can do yeah. about it. It might be flying really, really quickly. It might be very large. I guess it's better to have at least have a crack at doing something about it rather than nothing at all. Thanks for listening. And head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media. We welcome your feedback and suggestion for future shows.